0: Yes, welcome, writers. Welcome to yet another UK Scriptwriters podcast. Hello. As the music fades away, uh, my name is Tim Clegg and I'm sitting here with the legend that is Danny Stack. Thank you, thank you.
1: Hello,
0: everyone. A special episode uh, in two ways. First of all, it's coming to you live from uh, live-ish from uh, my garden. Tim's back garden. We're gone <laughs> off. It's sunny. Now. It's sunny, and it's Saturday, so. You know, I'm a bit scared of the outdoors, folks. You know, it's bright and there's real life. But no, I've come out.
1: It's sunny, it's Saturday. Wimbledon's Ladies tennis final is on. And we're out the back doing a podcast and preparing to do some work. All the better
0: better for it. (laughs) And it's another reason that it's a special. Not just that that reason. The other reason is that uh, it's a TV writing special. As you know, uh, we cover writing for cinema, writing for web, interactive writing, um, and writing digital new age, everything to do with the. Digital and point. writing for TV, but this time we're doing just mainly TV. The reason for that is, is that um, uh, Danny has been actually further afield than was, my back garden. I was on the road. <laughs> I, I was al
1: fresco and on the
0: road. You've been to the TV writers
1: uh, festival in Leeds. The BBC Writers Room TV Writers Drama Festival thingy.
0: What, it's what is it called? It's
1: a bit of a, a mouthful, but um, it's in its fourth year now. So the BBC Writers mm. Room, every year, uh, they have this two-day um, festival in Leeds where working writers, it's targeted to working writers, at, uh, go up and listen to other working writers who are more successful and established and mm. um, talk about their craft and what they're doing and their difficulties or their passion or whatever.
0: I always remember Lucy's son saying to me... Lucy that, V? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not a festival if you're not in a tent. Were you in a tent, Danny? I was not in a tent. OK, all right, so it's more of a conference thing. It was a conference, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I get what you mean. It sounds pretty good. And But the spin of it is, yeah, you, you've got to be a working writer. So you've got to have in To some get in. To get the festival. A professional
1: credit in some way, which I think is a good thing, because it really targets it and focuses it. Um, and the people there are really good. Ben Stevenson's there, controller of BBC Drama, all kind of BBC execs, some ITV execs from Red Production Company, Nicholas Schindler was there, Um, so
0: it's a really good networking. Can you see, obviously there's some people, maybe listeners to this, that might be thinking that makes it seem like a closed shop festival, or reinforces that idea that TV's a closed shop. What do you say about that?
1: Uh, I think it's a natural kind of, not a knee-jerk reaction, but It would be a natural kind of misgiving to have like oh i can't go why can't i go Mm. the thing is i don't think they ever sell out yeah there is about three you know 400 500 people there it's quite a good turnout. so it's a good turnout but um i don't think they completely sell out so i'd always inquire if i were you plus there are ways to kind of impress them with something that you've done Mm. even if it's the play down in the hen and chickens Okay. Down in your local pub.
0: But what they thing. don't want is people, I guess the point is, they don't want t- t- total beginners turning up that maybe have got an ambition to write but haven't written anything yeah, yet. Yeah, yes. Like so that's, that's what it's about, yeah, really.
1: I mean, it's nice because it establishes a certain tone, I suppose, and everybody you meet is really mm. interesting, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not that, you know, when we go to the Screenwriters yeah. Festival, everybody you meet is really interesting. Yeah, anyway, for definitely. Especially because we're all just kind of writers and we just want to get on. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, your eyes will kind of light up when you realise the person you're speaking to has written for your favourite show or has just yeah, done it, yeah, did nice, that episode nice, of EastEnders nice, nice, you nice, love. Kind yeah. of thing. And that's just a nice little thing and it, it buoys you up.
0: Um, and you've got a new suckers to talk about the podcast here as well, Danny. Yes, now, I brought I <laughs> I, I this little um, alfresco
1: recorder with me. Um, <laughs> And I managed to talk to a few people, which we haven't
0: played yet. It's no, no, up. I'm going to let's let's get straight into that now, yeah, okay. because I think that sows the seeds for what we want to talk about. Yeah. So Danny asked uh, uh, a question. Obviously, the the discussion as you're here talks around it a little bit and goes off into some other way uh, directions that are totally interesting. But the question that Danny asked is, why is it hard to get into into TV? Was it hard? And now you're in it. What is it still do, hard? What you have
1: to do to keep going? Exactly. So this was this if, is
0: this is what this is what. Um, this was tea
1: break on the first day, so it's quite noisy. Um, um, and I targeted three writers I bumped into. Two of which I knew already. One was brand new. So here's
0: the clip. Sophie Richard and Lisa. Let's see what they say.
2: To a degree I feel kind of so new insofar as what I'm doing hasn't even really gone officially to script that I'm almost, I always feel like yeah, in a position not be able to comment. But um, no, I, th- I think for me, like anyway, it's it's just being, you, know, you, you get kind of a break, whatever, however you want to term it, you know, for me like you're know, working on a script on a show that's been greenlit so suddenly, suddenly you're playing with the big boys and you're working with some people who are very impressive and very talented. And I think for me the, the challenge now is just not to do it wrong, not to get it wrong, not to to be as attentive as possible, to listen and to pay attention and to see how others do it, but also to just to do absolute best. But I find actually, and I don't know if it's a professional challenge or just a characteristic challenge, remember to enjoy it because especially when you're turning in drafts, you know, I had to, I had to like, you, know, you have a couple of weeks where you're thinking, oh my god, and it's all wear, like wearing you down, and it's and it's only so early in the process and you have to remind yourself that a week ago this was all you ever wanted to do and it's still all you ever want to do and it's hard because it's a job but to keep enjoying it because I think ultimately that's the passion is going to impact when your writing and it's your writing that people are attracted to and, if, and you know and so to keep that passion to keep that verb and to keep Remember that you're new, and <laughs> remember that you have a lot to learn, and learn from the people around you. I think.
1: We should say about you as well. Uh, you got the BBC production screen. Yeah. Thing, so you were thrown amongst various BBC yeah. shows. <laughs> yeah. So
2: you learnt a lot there, I'm sure. Yeah, I worked for 18 months across the BBC, like four four month um, uh, placements. So started off in radio drama. That was very very early on stuff, bits of scripts here and there. Uh, into factual research with Coast, and then into CBC Drama, where I worked as development assistant for four months, and then worked as assistant script editor for the next um, eight months on Wolf Blood Season 2, uh, with Oz Allen, and Jonathan Wolfman, and obviously Debbie Moon, our head writer, and so that was, you know, a case of suddenly you're you're playing with the big boys, and it's massive, and they take, they, uh, for me, like, I I feel most kind of honoured by and gratified by and feel like owe the most to so many people have taken such enormous risks on me for what I can tell is absolutely no reason at all and uh, just to pay it on, pay it back to them and pay it forward if I can one day and just to do my absolute best by them because I just feel like I owe it professionally and personally uh, which is, for me, like very important, I think.
3: Richard, I think we are looking at like, the future control of the BBC. Well, I think, yeah, I think we're, we're well in early on the ground floor. Overheating um. you know, <laughs> <laughs> in the lobby. In the... Oh. I think... I think Sophie's absolutely dead right about staying focused and, and staying true to the to your dream uh, it's very easy to be distracted and disheartened and other words that begin with dis um, I, what I I think convincing part of that is probably convincing yourself that you're good enough I think one of the uh, oneself, one is good enough uh, and I think that one of the things that's hardest about breaking in is convincing other people that you're good enough to write for telly. Because you can say I've done radio, you can say I've done audio I've done novels, I've done this, I've done that at the end of the day screenwriting is certainly viewed as, as, as the pinnacle and so that's where you're aiming for and that um, so it's very difficult to prove to people in telly uh, or, or film that you can write telly or film until you've written and that's why it's a bit of a closed shot that's why the old thing of you can't write telly unless you've written telly rings true uh, so what you have to I think what you have to do is, is, is prove that you're good enough and there's a number of ways of doing that and Sophie did one way I've won a writer's room opportunity um, you can prove yourself by getting out there and doing things like Lisa's done uh, but you have to show that you're good enough once you're in you don't have to keep showing that you're good enough. I think that, and that's the hardest thing. I mean, the fact that I've done I've done one tribute Tom script now, and uh, I'm now working up the treatment. i just had notes back on that treatment for another. Proves that I haven't screwed it up. Hopefully, <laughs> not just yet, anyway. Lisa, how about
2: you? How are you finding it? Um, well, I mean, coming in, my route in was I wrote a play that got published, and um, so that was kind of—it was almost an accident. It was never—I never set out to get published; it just happened. And so for me, I've I proved myself. In the playwriting arena, in a way, Um, but now I have to prove myself in that I can write television and to a degree that I can write feature film. I've written short films that have done very well, but now I have to write feature films. And again, I've written web series that have done very well, but I have to write TV. So it's constantly, as Richard said, and Sophie said, trying to prove yourself um, again and again, and trying to prove to to yourself and to other people that you can keep doing
0: that, and keep on reinventing things, and keep learning, and keep learning from other Right, so my takeaway from that, um, Danny, first of all brilliant, but my, my takeaway from that is the fact that how uh, totally, oh it's obvious, but how totally keen they are on TV writing.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, it, it's it sounds...
0: It sounds <laughs> silly, because <Okay. laughs> yeah, it's the TV Writers Festival and everything. But, you know, obviously when you go to a mixed media festival for yeah. writers, writers, that will be part of the mix. Yeah. But for them, or it's... Or you meet
1: people going, oh, I don't do TV. I don't do and do the TV conversation ends. Right there. Or or,
0: or, 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 I do do TV, but I don't really like it. Mm. I'm, I'm looking to do other things. Mm. Or, yeah, I've got no interest. I'm a games writer or whatever. Mm. Right. Cool, but uh, for these guys, it seemed to be the fact that they were that was the pinnacle of their career ambition. Well, the passion's there, and the passion is there. And that's there.
1: what's so great about those kind of festivals where you can just geek out completely on what gets you going as a writer and you know you're in good company
0: now. Fans of the podcast and li- well, let's not call them fans. People that suffer the podcast Oops. regularly, stumbled across <laughs> it by accident <laughs> <laughs> on, on on more than one occasion. Will yeah. know. Thank you. That our partnership is, like, is a good mix because y- y- you know you're more solidly a TV writer yeah. and and I'm more the other stuff. Yes. So uh, you know, to to me, it's a very interesting topic. Yes. Yeah, because uh, I'm, I'm trying to get you to do more TV. And I've and I've ta- embraced that because yeah. I, I don't like to upset you. And I don't want you <laughs> And I'm sick of hearing you going on about it. So I've got my TV spec, as you know, yeah. at of good at a first draft stage now. Um and I have enjoyed doing it, to be fair. Um but I've got a slight something going on in my in my head, Nanny, with T V at the minute, right? Which is that uh, it's kind of deemed to be like a real good golden age for TV at the minute. Yeah. Because cinema's gone crazy. It's gone big, big budget. Yeah. Man of steel and all that. Um yeah. And uh, so your indie films are suffering. Are, quite, are suffering, and they're quite often sliding across to TV, mm. where they're finding a good home. Good you mean you mean the workers? You, I, I say the workers, like writers and directors, are taking work in TV instead, or they're you, taking it to TV well. and saying, you know, let's make it with TV money because this is a good fami- family drama, mm. important issue got something new and interesting and we're going to film it in a different way or we're going to release it in a different way, which is quite topical at the minute, you know, with concurrent cinema and TV and internet releases, yeah. You know, there's something new about it and exciting. If it's new and exciting, don't take it to the cinema, take it to TV, TV right? House, now, of, house of Cards on Netflix. House of Cards, right, all of this, right? But, yet, I'm feeling that that's not the vibe so much in the UK so much. That, that seems like an American discussion. So it's a golden age of TV for HBO and so on. For the quality of shows that For are quality made. of shows. But meanwhile, if you're writing for BBC One, unless you've got two middle-aged ladies, you know, uh, you know, getting up to stuff, it's not on. Now, harsh as ever, just to make the point, but do, do you feel that's an unfair criticism that I'm, I'm levelling there it's on TV? I, I think it's probably a
1: mixture of two things. It's, One, it's, you know... Just going around in a circle of it was ever else, you know, in terms of we always make the kind of shows that Britain can make. Yeah. BBC drama is BBC drama, but BBC make good drama, but there is the kind of cosy drama, I suppose, that you're talking about. Yeah. um, That, you know, comes up quite a lot. Channel 4 do have the remit and the not budget as such but the kind of ambition to make more distinctive pieces like Dennis mm. Kelly's Utopia did you see Utopia? No no no. Utopia was awesome well I loved it from start to finish it's, it definitely started amazingly mm. and people said it kind of dwindled a bit after that but I thought it was just great from start to finish he was at the festival right. uh, with his director because it had a very cinematic look as well. Great great So that's, you know, that's the kind of TV I think you're talking about in terms of the Americans going to the next level. And maybe Black Mirror
0: a little bit as well. Black Mirror, but they're
1: they're specific to the individuals or... um, the people involved mm. you know people like us or under if you yeah, know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. if you try and pitch yeah, your, your yeah, mad yeah. idea for utopia they'll be like well who are you for a start and why yeah. should we spend all this money and
0: take it in a risk kind of but thing. that's fair enough and that's you? fair enough but you know but black... yeah, um, I guess I guess I guess what my concern is with tv is that if you're new and and whatever and you're coming up and you're thinking I want to do a bit of tv then you might go through the coming up scheme, something like that for instance. Yep. You know, the, uh, uh, but I see a, always a very certain style we, th- we
1: have mixed feelings about some that of the stuff of that comes out from there, don't we?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And like for instance, you know, if you wanted to do a, a, a gritty new retelling of a western, I don't think you'd find a home for it there. Mm. And uh, yeah. Plus, even if you knew you could do it in budget. Yeah. And um, uh, they, they, they kind of, it's got its, its own genre almost. Mm. And so if you're a little bit more of uh, a different writer that doesn't match one of these narrow genres that TV specialises in, it still seems like it's not a golden age, it still seems like a harsh age. And I'm wondering if it is a golden age or whether that's just, I've fallen for a little bit of screen international TV hype that I've been reading in there. I think... UK is keen to do everything that you're talking about, but it mm.
1: obviously doesn't have the same budget as America.
0: Let me ask it another way, though, Danny. Like, from your, obviously, limited, just you're a guy on your own walking around a festival, but just from that, the, the people that you spoke to, did, did they feel quite positive about it at the minute? Because a decade ago, they might have been very, very negative about, you know, the, 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 the future. But what was the feeling now?
1: Yeah, well I, don't think, well, I don't think I had a specific conversation about it, but, yeah, everybody was quite... You know, there was a good mix of people who are working yeah. or have worked on really some good stuff. So good. So they're still able to kind of survive as a yeah. writer rather than, oh, I've had to take the day job kind of back. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, well, that's a I good start sit- anyway. Right yeah. There. I mean, I was sitting next to David Allison who came up with Bedlam, which was this Sky Living's kind of teen supernatural Yeah, series. yeah, yeah. I remember and he, that. And he wasn't yeah. even part of a panel. Yeah, you know, and he just come along, and I was just sitting there, and you know, he Mm. was he was really kind of interested and asked some great questions, and you just think, this is so great, you know, just hanging out, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know, Bedlam, that's a good example of you know something that's kind of genre as well, and something that could have mass appeal, Um, and it did quite well. But, you know, it's always going to struggle for maybe budget or just really getting it out there. Mm, mm. And then you have something like BBC's In the Flesh, which which has done really well as going to second series. The first bit was just three parts. Mm. And so, you know, and it's done in, in a particular way that it's really character-driven, but it's still got its kind of genre elements in there. And it's been commissioned for a six-episode run now, I think, for the second series. But also the writer of that, Dominic Mitchell, he was found through the BBC, BBC Writers Room, hadn't done anything before, um, and so he got his, you know, mm. a new series
0: made. When so, for me, so, 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 I mean, what I'm taking away from it, secondhand by yourself, and hearing that interview, of course, mm. is that uh, for someone like myself, and I think there'll be a lot of people that are listening that are like me-ish, you know, um, but, you know, done a lot of writing, had some good success, earn a living okay. Mm not really you know look too much at the tv or been a bit timid of getting into that industry or something it's an okay time to give it a go maybe to 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 approach those people or do you think that in fact it's there's so many people out there that have got one or two credits most people like yourself danny that are looking to get more that in fact for a new person it's maybe not the right time to approach because there's all the kind of the other people ready to jump in there well this is it i mean that's the main thing i took away from it actually in terms of my own
1: personal reflection on it, as I was leaving, was like I'd met all these fantastic people mm. who are working, um, or you know are in the business or in the kind of system in some way, and they only represented like 0.001% of everybody who's just trying to yeah, 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 yeah. get on, get in, or had a break, or you know had their first break, and it's just you know it's just a sea of people that we're constantly up
0: against. Mm. Mm.
1: Um, And it's so, that's why I asked the guys, you know, Mm. so you had your working credit to get here. Mm. How hard was that? Mm. (laughs) And now that that you have your working credit, it doesn't mean the doors keep open. It means you have to get better, you have to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even though we're always aware of it, like, because you're always told, it's hard, you know, and you Mm. just keep on doing your thing. It's like once you actually see the people in the room, (laughs) but they're only a tiny percentage. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And we've brought it up in a previous podcast in terms of, why bother entering for such and such when there's 2,000 entries? Yeah. Well, there's like 30,000 people, at least, mm. Mm. you know, around the country trying to break in just like you. Mm. So I think it's good to either just be more of a hustler, really, but in a good way. But,
0: it's, but focus you, on your writing. You, like, I'm just going back to, like, the last time I thought about this from a career point of view, which is when I started to say i'm not going to get into the tv bit um and the reason that i thought that was obviously that competition was was like you said it Mm -hmm. i knew there was many experienced tv writers that weren't getting any work Mm -hmm. but you know really awesome cvs you know what i mean um and so i thought well i haven't got much chance plus at that time it was the, the the kind of the growth of the reality show and so, like, drama budgets were slashed enough, you know, there was hardly any drama. And what there was, you'd call that safe drama, um, where they would just continue to use the same people they'd used all the time. So there's no new opportunities at all. Now, this was five, six years ago and kind of turned me off it, really, at that sort of time. Um, those criticisms, or oh, beg your pardon, that kind of, that view that I've just painted a picture of, would you say that's changed now? Would you say it swung back to drama? It seems that there's more drama now on TV than reality is well, favoured for. Yeah, there, there's a lot more content because of a lot of. And new t- drama. Yeah,
1: and new stuff. And so some people would probably tell you there's never been a better time yeah. to be a writer. But yeah. it's still the same old kind of grind or, or difficulties, right. in ter- especially just trying to start. Right. Um, because interestingly, f- just from my own kind of point of view on the reverse of what you did i actually started out saying right i'm film i'm mr Mm. cinema right right Uh, even though i worked in tv but when i left tv
0: you wanted to move from tv i went i went straight into kind of
1: like let's go back to kind of film yeah and and i turned down all the tv roles and then after i did a few years of film development and had a few bits of opportunities with my own scripts and i wouldn't say i got my fingers burnt but you know had my disappointments Mm. got my highs and then my disappointments and then realised well if I want to be if I want to work as a writer then TV's going to pay me whereas film is not really going to pay me unless it actually gets made or I get or I get a generous option Very, very very high risk but the recession stopped all options and stopped all development money so it became just like... Nothing's nothing. Why would you even waste your time? Almost? Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah, though yeah, we, you know, yeah, we yeah. write our feature specs. I write, you know, if I write a spec now, I'd, have, I'd probably think this is never going to get made. But mm. hopefully it will impress kind of somebody who hasn't read my writing before. Yeah, so yeah. It, so it's new rather than a script that's five years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm looking at the film industry now. And it's just like, oh, it's it's tougher now because, as you say, the smaller films are getting squeezed out. Mm. Um, You've really got to go out and do it yourself, which is easy but as hard as ever. Yeah. Because, you know, you can do it. Well,
0: harder, harder. I mean, um, uh, I don't want to get too far off topic, but uh, just uh, if people are interested, I'll say more about this next time maybe. But uh, as you know with my feature, it's come down to the casting path. Yeah. And uh, that's proven to be a really difficult and the reason it's proven to be really difficult is the casting director that I've got, who's someone that is experienced and people know, um, is finding it hard to get through and make an impression with actors, agents, because they'll, she'll be the, the sixth, seventh person phoned up that morning talking about a low-budget, interesting, quirky British feature. Yeah. Because so every, any... everyone's doing it, and the kick, uh, through, through Kickstarter and all that. Yeah. Like every man and his dog, including like people that you and me would think were, like, really awesome dudes. Yeah. Because they can't get any money any other way. So I'm having to go up against the big boys now with isn't a low-budget feature. But isn't it weird? Isn't that funny, though? It's not even short film requests now. It's like, oh, God, it's my sixth, seventh low-budget low budget feature budget <laughs> I don't even want to talk about shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, serious names doing it because things are a bit quiet. Uh, however, I feel that the TV industry hasn't quite absorbed or taken up all of that awesomeness that was going on before in that field but uh probably because they have a very much more limited set of genres to work within uh a bit harsh I realize when I'm saying that but you can do some really wacky and interesting low-budget features that might do opening I'm talking 10 years ago you could do them and they might find a little home
1: yeah
0: but you'd struggle Smith kind of uh, a yeah. dream story where Harvey
1: sees it in somewhere and. Well, no, actually, and...
0: let's take that. Mm. Okay, so you could make Clark's right, mm. but and and you do that, and that would yeah, that could that would take off because it's funky and it's new, it's a bit edgy, but in a new way. It's not edgy in a way that we've seen before. Uh, but I think if I took that to a TV crowd, something equivalent like that now that's safe. Mm. But if I took something equally weird, it's just about a guy who works in a shop and, you know, whatever, um, it wouldn't get get off the ground because it's too risky. Mm. Whereas the cinema's like all about risk, for good or bad. The TV's more about, well, you know, you still need to sell the advertising space, don't you? Mm. So tricky. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's tricky for the new new writers these days to kind of make an impact with their new voice. I know there's always this thing, oh, we're looking for a new voice. You know, we heard from um, uh, from Noel, Noel Clark, that that wasn't always the case, that they wanted a voice that seemed new but actually just ticked their just boxes of what in. they'd heard before, yeah. um, which were all a bit like that, I think, so I'm not, I'm not saying anyone's kind of doing that from a prejudice point of view, I think we all like things that we recognise a little bit, mm. uh, but, you know, it makes it a bit hard to break in with a totally new voice, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know if you get this, Tim, but sometimes, you know, if I meet... A new writer they'll either email me or I'll meet them in person um, and they'll you know be complimentary towards me which is nice but they'll say you know God you you you're doing it and you know how do I do it kind of thing. Mm. and and that's why I asked that question and that's why I'm always interested that's why I asked that question to the guys at the yeah, TV festival yeah, yeah. it's because I'm always working as hard as I can to kind of maintain but also mm. to push on and it doesn't get any easier for me so um people thinking that there is kind of an in or a secret, mm. not a secret handshake as such but you know once you're in you're in kind mm. of thing. and it's 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 not like that at all it's you really have to push yourself so i'm speaking to anybody listening now who's thinking oh these guys are okay they're they're working and they're mm. they, they're making their living writing and that is terrific But there is difficulties in that, and it's not always constant. Mm. So the questions I ask to the listeners listening now is like, what are you doing about yourself that's going to um, make you work harder and make your work better and make your passion grow brighter than, not not in competition with everybody else, but just like to Mm. be the best that you can be? That way, your work will stand out and nobody can kind of take it away from you. So even if they say, I didn't like it, you can just have that kind of, or build that confidence to go, that's okay. Mm. Because I know I did my best work there. Mm. But now I've moved on. Mm. So like with everything you've done and with everything that I've done, like when I took the chance making Origin and stuff like that, that's just my way of going, how can I push myself now? And I need Mm. to do something. uh, Rather than, I think there's a, an easy kind of crutch to make sometimes where you read the trades mm-hmm. you even maybe listen to this podcast or you, uh, and you read the blogs and you go that's the way the industry works so when I send my script to that new agent I have to wait for their response and stuff I would say it's not just as basic as however you think the industry works. There's always some proactive
0: extra bit you can do.
1: I'll give an example, which I can't go into specific details, unfortunately, but it's it's like I'm I'm pitching for a show at the moment and I got it through a bit of email hustle. Um, And, you know, nothing to do with my agent nothing to do with anybody. anybody i knew mm. the person i emailed didn't know anything about me yeah yeah you know but i was just like i just took that kind of initiative to go i'm going to email them
0: yeah and and just ask <laughs> i think i think there's more i mean i've i've you know i mean uh, but also i, I a say, meeting i had a meeting which we won't go into again <laughs> i had a meeting um you know this week with an agent as you know yeah which we won't go into that part but What I part of my when I was talking about myself, I talked about the film that I went up to and spoke to film four about and had a meeting about, and how that didn't quite work out. Mm -hmm. But it's coming back, maybe that idea we could maybe breathe life into it again. You know, fantastic, let's get on with it. And um, the agent asked, Well, how did you get that meeting? I just went, Well, I just wrote to him and and tell them I've got an idea, yeah. And and because the idea is a good idea, they said, I thought. They said, come on in. But, you so know, I think you've got to have the good idea yeah. as well. You can't just say, I want to do, you know, you've got to rock on up and go, I'm, I'm doing this I've, done this. I've done everything I can. Yeah. Let's have a meeting to take it further together. But, I think that's
1: nice. Even if they would never heard of you, uh, you know, if there's a link on your email that goes to your profile, they can see, all oh, this stuff yeah, 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 yeah. But even if it's how you carry yourself, basically. yeah. Uh, because I do get emails from people and they're either, you know, very formal and overly polite or they can't even string a sentence together. And you just think, well you know you make yeah. you make an impression that way yeah. and even in the example that i gave in terms of the bit of hustle i did it wasn't just one email one email kind of built up the kind of rapport mm. and a bit of back and forth which resulted in okay have a go and that was that was awesome that was awesome and but that's the kind of thing it's not thinking outside the box it's just like what can i do to kind of even push further so i can email my agent and go I'm, yeah, I'm doing that I've done this what do you think but I'm making sure I tell her so it's like it's not a secret <laughs> or so it's just like when it gets to her it's like what, when did you what are you talking then? about this? Yeah, I
0: know I know. good stuff well it's probably time to wrap it up Danny let me try and conclude it with what I've learned because this has been the total learning one for me right listening to the people that you spoke to Know. <laughs> you know, I know, you know, know as well, I know Richard. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is a slightly different world to me. So I guess what I've taken away from is there is some good, it is a good time. There is some good opportunities out there. It's, but it's still really, really hard. Yeah. Um, it's about putting your best foot forward. It's about understanding how TV works and not being silly about it. It's about fitting in with what they're going to want. Not trying to break the mould from the first go. Fit in before you break the mould. You know, get a reputation before you challenge people. Uh, prove that you can do it. But it's a good time for for for, for getting in there. Maybe. How much does it mean to you? Do you know what I mean? Do you want um, it? Do you want, how, do you want it? How yeah.
1: much does it mean? They're not going yeah. like, well, I'll, I'll do TV because it'll earn me some money. How much does it yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? When I, when I got EastEnders, I, I cried. And I, I, I'm not even lying, I mm. did cry because it was my second go as well. Yeah. And it really meant a lot to me. And then when I got Octonauts, I was just mm. over. I was almost more proud of Octonauts than, yeah. than EastEnders. Yeah. Because it's awesome. And it's yeah. just like, and I know, I don't care when I meet people who don't know these things or dismiss EastEnders. I don't, mm. I don't care because I know yeah, yeah. what it took to get there. Yeah, um, and I would never belittle that, um, and that's when I see working credits come up on screen from writers I don't know, and even if it's something I haven't enjoyed, I, I'm still like kudos to that writer because yeah, yeah, yeah. they they survived to get that far, <laughs> and it must have meant a lot to you know, to have their name up there.
0: All right, good stuff. Yeah. Right. So. We didn't do
1: any intro of ourselves this time. Yeah, I'm, well, we, did, we said I'm Danny and you're Tim, but we didn't say who we are. No, so, we we'll leave it. We will yeah, leave it this time. It's
0: our third year, we think. We, we, so next next week, uh, next month, beg your pardon, we'll be um, we'll be back doing something else. Uh, get in touch with us and, and tell us what you want us to cover because that was TV centric all through and through. There's a lot of TV writers listening there, so. This, this one's for you. Uh, however, next time maybe we'll be on to another, another topic or on to short films, features, yeah, features. games... Poetry, who knows? Origami folding, yeah, who knows? Future, <laughs> who knows? I'm, I'm interested in more yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've we've both been in tr- uh, looking at that over the last few years. So let us know. You can email us at ukscriptwriters at hotmail com. You can find us on Twitter, ukscriptwriters. We've got a Facebook page. You UK can guess what wrote, that yeah. is. Um, and of course, um, if you've stumbled upon this on someone's blog or something, and you like, how can I find more of this awesome advice? <laughs> Well, all you've got to do, you go to iTunes and you put in UK scriptwriters and and, and and it will come up and you subscribe and then you'll always get the latest nonsense of myself and Danny gassing away in my back garden. If Apologies you, for any wind noise that cr- cr- crept up during uh, the thing. But, uh, <laughs> uh, if you did a Google of, of Tim
1: Clegg, you'd, you'd find his blog and likewise with me, you'd find my blog, exactly. which, is, which is how we started and how we keep going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening as ever.
0: And uh, yeah, email us or get in touch with yeah, so us. No, you, you have done, and um, yeah, we'll be back with uh, answering probably. We'll probably do a questions answering one next time. It's so always good to get good, yeah. Send, send send them in, and we'll answer them. Okay.
3: Cheers, and geezers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.